Good afternoon, this is 40-something Ajuma from the Urban Lily Talks Tropes and we're going to do another conversation about Taxi Driver Season 2 episodes, this time episodes 3 and 4 and uh, I've got with me again my daughter Liz and we're going to have a chat about those two episodes in particular Uh, maybe we'll refer to the previous two as well but um, yeah, let's make a start. So, how did you like the two episodes? Oh, I thought it was very interesting, and it touched on a very interesting topic too, which was, um, you know, like was scamming the, again, but like scamming the elderly, like this time. So, oh, am I allowed to explain in detail the episodes, or are we just kind of vaguely talking about it? Well, I think we can just maybe the broad brushes of the episode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the so the Rainbow Taxi Gang are back together again, and they're off to help a old woman, who was scammed by this very charming young man. Um, a lot of hijinks ensue, most of them quite funny, until it kind of devolves into a psychological torture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, Doggy's way of punishing the the, the perpetrators. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, uh, just to also give a bit of a synopsis. Uh, essentially, we have um, a group of, you know, a small group of uh, grifters. They go from town to town. They go to these remote towns, sort of in the rural areas or, or much smaller towns. Out in the country. Uh, yeah, where, you know, the elderly people are away from family and uh, their children have probably left, built lives in, in the city. And so they take advantage, these three men take advantage of the elderly men and women, actually. I think the focus was on this, the first case, at least, was on this woman. And mm. she was actually a lovely woman, but uh, living by herself. Her son was in, in the city. So as, as this, this is what happens, you know, people move away from the rural areas. These three grifters, the main guy is a, is a great singer. He's, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a trot singer. And um, he uses his talent in singing mm-hmm. to hook these people into his performances. So Specifically these... a lot of, like, older women. Yeah, yeah. I mean, men men are 10 as well. Yeah, yeah, But, like, there's a yeah. lot of old women. But he targets a very specific type of older person. He doesn't target any old person. He looks for someone very, very specific. Mm. Um, someone who won't talk about what happened. He won't confess, probably, to mm. what, what they've been scammed over. Mm. So yeah, so he's he's pretty pretty a nasty piece of work actually. It turns mm-hmm. out you know he seems very nice and he's smiling all the time and mm-hmm. goes mom dad you know and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Ingratiates himself with with the elderly here. Uh, I think it's, you know it just makes it all the worst, right? When you, th- when you think about all these scammers, they they mm. prey on people's weaknesses and then they of course understand human psychology really well and the 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 sort of they tap into people's Weaknesses, but in this case, they tap into their actually their good qualities. Mm. You know, I mean, it's one thing to get people who are greedy. This woman wasn't greedy at all. You know, mm. she thought she was helping him. Like, oh, do me a favor, mom. You know, do me a favor by like, signing like treating, this form. You know, treating himself and her like their mother son kind. Yeah, of. he's taking advantage of this vulnerability, and I think it's quite clear at the end of the two episodes that adult children, mm, I think, need to keep in contact with their elderly parents. Um, because you know you don't know mm-hmm. what is going on sometimes with with their lives. You know, um, mm-hmm. 
and then if you just leave them like yes you can say you're very busy at your job but then if you leave them to them their own devices you know anything can happen bad things can happen and these sorts of um, predatory individuals mm. come and take advantage of them. So, yeah. As yeah. someone who worked in aged care for a bit, I unfortunately witnessed some of this kind of stuff where, like, people, like the like the elderly people's kids, would just dump them there and never talk to them again. Okay. Yeah. And it was ex- extremely unfortunate to to see that kind of situation. There wasn't necess- well because they were in a facility where like they were very closely monitored. And also a lot of them had, like, Alzheimer's or dementia. You couldn't really, like, scam them. But obviously there are places, little loopholes in, like, the legal system which allow, like, caretakers or whatever to steal stuff from, like, the el- like elderly people there. Can't really go into great detail because I can't exactly remember. It's definitely happened... How it works, sorry, I mean. Uh, how it all works, I mean. But it's definitely happened before. There yeah. are definitely some cases where that's happened before, and it's very sad every time. Yeah, and these sorts of things fall through the cracks, right? Mm. And uh, it's, you know, the the law somehow. I mean, these people kind of, you know, escape the arm of the law. You know, they might get by through certain loopholes and things like that mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but it's, you know, it's obvious that this is the the, the sort of area that you know, vigilantes can can come in and and do some good there. The actor that played Mr. Zhang, mm-hmm. um, he said, oh, no, there shouldn't be, you know, taxi driver is not supposed to be encouraging vigilantism. But honestly, if, if the legal system worked and people did the right thing, mm-hmm. you wouldn't need vigilantism. vigilantes in this case. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah definitely. It is, it is just incredibly sad. So far, we've seen, like, a lot of, like, I would, I would say fairly vulnerable people be exploited yeah. by these like scammers and I'm pretty sure there's like a there's definitely like a big bad at like the top yeah like yeah. orchestrating all this because we've had like two arcs about scamming in a row kind of yeah yeah so I think that's I think that's interesting it's very hard for the police to deal with scammers I think that's probably why mm. this is the this is the area in which you know the um, the vigilante here the taxi mm-hmm the taxi the rainbow taxi gang can fill the gap here is because scammers are very very hard to catch mm-hmm. you know by the time the police realize what's going on they probably packed up and gone somewhere else mm-hmm. you know and then sometimes it's difficult because these scammers get get around certain laws and things like that so mm-hmm. that's that's i think the problem with these sorts of situations and why the police are helpless or it, I guess this is the thing you know about uh, human beings and the fact that there are always going to be people out there who will prey on others mm. you know and they have no conscience you know mm-hmm. on, on preying the, the vulnerable and um, the, the weakest people in society mm. so that that's probably a, a lesson for everyone yeah so far it wasn't as intense as like the first season, I will say. Yeah. Like it's it wasn't of that as, brutality. No, 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 no. As much as I like love the first season, I appreciate that they're like toning it down a little bit for the second one. Like it's still terrible. What like the everything that's happening. Mm, mm. But it's like it doesn't. Mm. <laughs> it's it's not as like yeah difficult to watch. Yeah. As the, fir- the first season, oh my goodness, the f- the very first arc was really hard for me to watch. 
I think it, it doesn't have that relentless violence. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that, I think there was some in the first couple of episodes. There, was, there, a, there was. was some where the young men were beaten up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in this case, this was more psychological kind of mm. uh, entrapment, yeah. you know, that was going on. Which here. honestly is just as bad. <coughs> I, I think so. I, I mean, you any any it's kind trust, of you know, you know it's yeah. about betraying trust. Any any kind of like mental torment is like, wow, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Although in this case, I think the scammers definitely deserve what got what was coming to them in the end. Yeah, that was a very interesting um, dishing out of punishment. That you know how the those guys got their comeuppance. I mean, it's quite funny, and I had a, a nice big laugh yeah. when the the scammers truck kind of went up in smoke. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> literally. But anyway, it's 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 kind of uh, hilarious, and it does make you. There's a, there's a feeling of catharsis, you know, when you yeah. watch bad people do things and you see them get punished. Yeah, everybody feels, you know, that that, that sort of catharsis. Yeah, from these people getting their rear ends handed to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 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 thing about there being a an overarching sort of villain. Probably we'll see more of that in time to come. Mm-hmm. Um, that have become very interested in the Rainbow Taxi Gang. Mm-hmm. They're oh, and spying that, on them now. There's that new guy as well. Yes, that's right, the new guy. I was, I was uh, incredibly by suspicious Shin of him. Jeha? Is that his name? Yeah, I think I that's think right. So. Um, I, I was so suspicious of him. And now my suspicions have kind of quelled, but I'm still Some people of... are still suspicious of him online, from what I can see. Yeah, I'm still a little, suspe- I'm still a little sus of him. I don't, I don't... I'm actually less suspicious of him. Really? Because he's doing so many suspicious things so early on. It makes me less suspicious of him, actually. Mm. So it, it's, it's the opposite for me. Mm. Uh, the reason why I'm less suspicious, he could be just a very nosy guy. A very, a very silly guy as well. Possibly. Possibly. Um, now, it's not to say that I'm right. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, he could be a plant could be a mole or whatever uh, but because at the end there's a, a, a guy spying on the the, the taxi gang I, I'm not really sure that he's necessarily a plant or something like that mm-hmm. he could end up just joining the gang you know he could, he could become a member of the gang at this stage I can't say for certain yeah yeah I mean he's very he's very interesting that's for sure Maybe he has like his own sad backstory, like the rest of them do. It's possible, right? They all they all did in the first season. Yeah, they, they told did. us their stories. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, my head is kind of fuzzy as to what the the two like engineering guys, okay, like mechanic, mechanics. the mechanic guys, like yeah. Delio was. I think it was that their siblings were like engaged or something, and then they died horrifically. Or were murdered or something like that, and that's why they went to the Bluebird like support group. Yeah, <coughs> I, I honestly, I we have to go back and revisit some of those episodes because <laughs> yeah, I have actually forgotten um, what their backstories were. But yeah, something to do with family members. That's for yeah, sure. That's for sure. Yeah, and and didn't they didn't feel that justice was done? Mm. Um, the, the the judiciary did not. That that's why they made the gang right because they all none of them really felt like proper justice had been like served yeah so they wanted to like you know stamp out the the wicked people in society who were like who'd slipped under the police's radar yeah and honestly that's a fairly noble thing to do well i think that's why we can relate to them i mean i think 
this is why even though we probably in real life wouldn't endorse vigilantism but we can understand yeah. why you know i mean this is why superhero shows are so popular yeah you know i mean because Batman because people want to see the bad guys get taken down oh yeah, yeah. no batman is like a, actually he's a pretty decent example of that because he's also a detective right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's he's not just a like a butt kicking like superhero he's yeah. like and uh, like a guy who also solves crimes and well, stuff. Well, that's he he investigates. Yeah. yeah, he investigates. He doesn't just, you know, beat up bad guys or just hand them over yeah. to the cops, you know, at the right time. He he also like yeah. tries to get them help as well. Like yeah. for whatever but, and, and, they've and, done. And, uh, traditionally Batman has not been one to kill anybody. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that's like one of his big rules is like he doesn't kill anyone. Yeah. yeah. Ever. Yeah. Even if they really probably deserve it. Which I think yeah. is a very good way of like sticking to the to morals and principles. And the Rainbow Taxi Gang haven't killed anyone either, at least not deliberately. No, no. It's, especially not that Udata guy. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a very terrible human being. So oh, he. The Udata CEO was just yeah. a horrible, horrible human being. Yeah, and was, was I don't terrible. think too many people shed tears for him when no. he uh, went out and smoked as well. No, so. I think the only people that would have shed tears were his, like, dyed hair <laughs> gang. So what do you think from what you've seen in the previews? Do you, do you, are you thinking that the show might have some romance between um, Doggy and Gohan? I think they might be heading towards that, to be honest. I mean, there's little hints of it in the preview. Well, there I mean, were, they're there going undercover, aren't they? There's so. some slight hints of it. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it did happen. However... In my personal opinion, and I'm also slightly biased here, so bear with me for a second. Uh, <laughs> I do think that they're more of like kind of a like older brother, younger sister kind of dealio. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if they did head towards romance, I would not be complaining about it. Okay. I, I know what you mean. I, I also tend to feel that way. And in fact, although I'm not averse to anything. No. If they decide to push ahead with that sort of dynamic. I mean, as long as they dynamic. present it in like an interesting kind of way. Like, they show their dynamic in, like, an interesting way. I wouldn't mind it, actually. Yeah. I really wouldn't. I'm usually not too keen on, like, romances and shows, especially when it feels kind of forced. Yeah. It's like, it's like yeah. I... Well, I mean, it's in the <sighs> second season, so it's not like they, they suddenly decide no. to fall in love. No, which is, why, I mean? which is why I'm less averse to it, I think. Yeah. I mean, there is a, a two-year break as well, so between mm. that, what happened at the end of season one, and mm -hmm. then, you know, there's a two-year break, and then now they're back working together again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're doing all this undercover stuff together. So there's a lot more undercover. In fact, Mr. Jung's got involved in this more recent one, too. And he, he went undercover as well. Mm. Um, and it just reminds me so much of the American show Leverage, which is one of my favorite TV shows ever, which is very similar. You have a bunch of ex-thieves who get together mm. and uh, led by a, a former insurance agent. Mm -hmm. Um, insurance investigator very smart guy and so they all basically form a team and they help people who mm. have been scammed or, or uh, taken advantage of mm. uh, so I think yeah this show does is doing I think heading in more that direction they're, they're sort of doing that sort of scamming the scammers shall yeah. we say which yeah. is thoroughly enjoyable because it's like they're getting a taste of their own medicine yeah, yeah no, it's, it's fun slightly slightly um Unrelated, but I just realized something. So, I'll, I'll start. I'll start off first with saying, there's a game that I really enjoy called Persona Five. It's a 
fairly famous Japanese like RPG. It's basically a bunch of teenagers are wronged by society in some way, and they're given like powers by this like what I can only really describe as like a god. Although no, actually I won't spoil anything. But um, they're given powers by this god to like right the wrongs in society and steal people's hearts mm-hmm. in quotation marks by going into what they call palaces and essentially taking away their distorted desire so that they can, like, change and become a better person. Which, you know, already has, like, some iffy moral implications about forcing someone to change. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that is, like, talked about a fair amount in the show. Yeah. Uh, not yeah. the show, sorry, in the, in the game. Sounds um, a bit like sort of Death Note, isn't it? I mean, they're... A little they're, bit, yeah. yeah but they're not killing of... the people. Well, that's true. At least some of them not intentionally. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it's, like, it's like <laughs> almost like brainwashing people kind to of. good behavior yeah kind yeah. of but what yeah. but what's really interesting about it is that like they kind of they call themselves the phantom thieves of hearts and they're, they're all most of them if not all of them have just been beaten down like the main protagonist is like a teenage a teenage boy who was um wrongfully accused of like beating up a woman when it was really this other guy who did it but the other guy was way more powerful than him so he got kicked in the butt and he got really mad about it <clears throat> and then a couple of his friends one of them um she was being assaulted by a school teacher it's very horrendous and he gets his just desserts pretty 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 good i absolutely hated him i think he was probably the best bad guy overall because progressively they start feeling a little bit more cartoony but apparently they're, ac- they're based on actual like incidents that have happened in japan right as well right. there's been like stories of like stories of like volleyball coaches assaulting their students as well, as well as, like, powerful politicians being incredibly corrupt, a la Shinzo Abe. (laughs) Right. So, all of this is interesting, and I can, like, try and connect the the two, like, Taxi Driver and Persona 5 together, and it makes a very very interesting story as well. Especially because in the game, there's a detective who's trying to catch them, just like in Taxi Driver 2. Right. Uh, but it, it's a very complicated mess, and I don't want, really want to get into that. But I just thought the parallels between the two were very interesting, at least. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll just stop here. I think we've said all that we can say without giving much too much away. Yeah. And then um, we'll come back again next week and talk about the next couple of episodes. I'm very excited about it. So, yes, it's been a blast so far. It's a, it's a hoot, actually, watching them in disguises and, oh, so and, and playing different types of personas. It's just mm-hmm. just hilarious. E. J. Hoon and um, the actor who plays Mr. Jung, they were hilarious. They are really Actually, funny I mean, Goan was hilarious. Too. She was doing some singing and dancing on the stage. Oh, I forgot about yeah, that! In, in that cowboy she, outfit. She looked really good like, in that like, cowboy so, outfit. Yeah, though. like Annie Oakley. Alright, everybody, we'll mm. uh, say goodbye for now, and uh, we'll see you very soon. Alright, bye!